0: Well, it is Jets at Breakfast with Bertha Cheruma right up until 10. This is the last hour of the show and uh, for the love of agriculture. So this is a song uh, uh, chosen by Zandile Kumalo. We'll ask her why this particular song. But this uh, I'm going to call a young lady. This is really, really inspiring. I am so inspired. So she says she was motivated to start the um, hydroponics farm on the concrete rooftop of Morningside Shopping Center in Santon after realizing she could supply fresh vegetables to those in her vicinity. Zandile. good morning and a warm welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Hi, Beth. How are you?
1: And good morning to every listener.
0: You are such an inspiration. Such an inspiration. So we started off with a song that you chose, uh, Big Sean One Man Can Change the World, featuring John Legend and Kanye West. Explain. (laughs)
1: Uh, Basically, it explains itself you know that one one man can be able to change the world as we look at the world there's so many challenges out there and we believe that every person has a purpose to change something in the world and make it a better world
0: so let's come to to your craft why what what is hydroponics farming
1: hydroponics farming actually better is farming without soil And being able to bring nutrients directly to the roots of the plant and allow the plants to actually grow in uh, much more better conditions like covered um, areas. Basically, it's it's just that, just being able to feed nutrients directly to the roots of the plant.
0: Mm. And what motivated you to start this project? What motivated me is the challenges that we
1: have in our country when it comes to agriculture because there's scarcity of water, there's unforeseen climate changes, and because I was a conventional farmer when I was young with a friend of mine, and when we were looking that we can't produce A-quality produce, and because we were not undercover, we are all farming in an open field. And the other thing is that when now hailstorm comes, it just derails you as a youngster to actually uh, not farm because the new whole production that you have done and worked for for the past three to four months is all wiped out because of one hailstorm that came through. And um, the area that I used to live in is midfowl. It's very cold during the winter. And, you know, that frost would actually... Uh, damage your plants so much and you would feel like there's better ways to actually farm and be able to produce food all year round. And through our research, uh, we actually found out that hydroponics can be able to mitigate most of the risks that open-field farmers actually face. And um, that, that's how it all started. We started building our first farm, with Valley University of Technology, which is A-frame farming, uh, vertical farming, to say, and then we then wanted to bring food closer as innovation kept on changing in our minds and we kept on reading more about it and then we partnered with one Side shopping center which basically flanning and injure to build a greenhouse on, on on a shopping center to actually supply food directly into the shopping center
0: mm. what well, did you have a yeah. background of agriculture as a child i mean maybe your parents i don't know because it's not something that you just pick up and say i love agriculture
1: no, I didn't have a background of agriculture. <laughs> so, better I was born and raised in Soweto. And as I moved into the mid that's when I met a um, friend of mine. And that's when I actually got exposed to agriculture because I found him doing agriculture. And because I love science and I have a great um, love for, for nature, and that's when I wanted to understand more and more actually what farming is, how plants respond to nature, how plants actually can be able to respond to a human body and give nutritional value to human people. So that's where then I I started in uh, gaining the interest in that, and through that, is, you know, finding mentorships. Um, within the farming industry and actually asking people who are farming in open fields and actually just gaining more knowledge about it. That's how it just all started.
0: Mm. And let's take a look at the, your produce. What what do you produce? What sort of, uh, you know, is it vegetables? What What is it?
1: So um, on our side, our greatest focus is mostly leafy greens. Um, We specialize in growing uh, your salad lettuce, your like your friends salad lettuce from frilly lettuce, your green oaks and your butter lettuce. And we also do some spring onions and we also do uh, baby spinach. And also we've now lately for the past two years, we've tried out, uh, we've been trying out to do tomatoes uh, in in, in the greenhouse there at Morningside. So we also do tomatoes in the summer season. And in the winter season, we rotate to do uh, what's the fish shot. And also we do herbs like basil and parsley. And then this year, we are trying out to put in some more microgreens to add on to the salad dish that we're doing.
0: Mm. I mean, this is interesting for you to then partner with Morningside Shopping Center. That's not an easy thing to do. Who did you have to talk to? Sure, better
1: that has been a journey itself. So, um, with us it was more of, you know, that uh, but Morningside Shopping Center already had the idea of wanting to have a greenhouse on the shopping center itself. So all they, they wanted was basically a technical partner. So that's why every time when I emphasize in partnerships, I always say that you must find a partner that can be able to actually resonate with your ideas or what you want to actually do so that then the partnership works out well. So uh, with them, they wanted to actually have a green a, a greenhouse on top of the rooftop and actually wanted to produce fresh produce because they were they are so much passionate about their community and what they sell to their community. So basically when we came along, it was like you understand how to grow, you understand the technicality part of what hydroponic is, and therefore we can be able to create a great partnership and a great business out of it. So that's how the partnership starts. But you grow through a lot of hands. Of actually finding that right partner out there, yeah.
0: Mm. And let's talk about some, you know, some exciting moments before we get to the challenges. What, what were some of the exciting moments when you started?
1: When I started with morning sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> exciting moment was that we're going to be on the rooftop <laughs> of a shopping center. <laughs> <right? laughs> you know, first things like invention, wow. <laughs> I
0: can so it
1: was quite exciting. But the most out of the greatest experience is that we had collaborated with Red Hill School and to find the, the idea that the the idea that we had it came from young kids who were in grade nine doing business plans and being able to read those business plans was like out of this world. I got blown out of this world. How a grade nine year old can actually think uh, the level of thinking out of that, that was amazing. And for most of the concepts that we have there at Morningside, it was actually from the concept that we got from this group of grade nines with the retail school, the ideas that we received to actually put them together and be able to actually build this farm uh, on the roof. And mostly how it's going to grow and the bigger picture of how it's going to be. It's basically ideas that came from grade nine students. And it was most the most wonderful experience to actually hear how youngsters think about the near future and how it's going to look like.
0: Yes, uh, th- for the love of agriculture, Zandile Kumalo is my guest this morning and uh, we are talking about uh, hydroponics farming, which she started on the rooftop garden at the Morningside Shopping Centre in Sunton and supplying the shops and restaurants. When we get back, we're going to play your song and then you can tell me why you chose that song. It's <coughs> 19 minutes after nine and it is Jetset Breakfast. This May, we have just the right entertainment for the kids with our Saturday movies at 4pm For all things spooky, catch Hotel Transylvania on the 6th and Hotel Transylvania Summer Vacation on the 13th Things get a little out of hand with Problem Child 2 on the 20th and Problem Child 3 on the 27th only on SABC2 Tha Charuma on SAFM. Zandile's uh, other song, John Hyatt, Have a Little Faith in Me. For the love of agriculture, hydroponics farming is what we're discussing and uh, she started a beautiful, beautiful project in Morningside Rooftop Farming and uh, has been doing successfully well. Welcome back, uh, Zandile. So tell me about this particular song, Have a Little Faith in Me.
1: Um, when, when, when you know, as a young person, um, especially if you're around our ages, you know, <laughs> but I believe now it's getting worse, but as time goes on, our parents actually um, have a bit of difficulty of actually understanding us or having like a... A understanding to what we want, what we want to do. So uh, I, I, I chose the song because of I wanted to say. Um, sometimes you wish I uh, feel like your parents could have a little faith in you. It's like you know, can they be able to trust us much more? They tend that this is instead we're making, even though sometimes we feel like we might. I have a downside of things but we wish that our parents could be able to trust us and, and have a little faith in in what we're doing and actually support us because in this world you can't do anything alone and I'd like to celebrate uh, the parents that do support their, 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 their children in what they're doing and those who don't just tr- give them a little bit of trust and let's see how far it goes. It might turn out to be a great thing. On my side, my parents are uh, do support us uh, from both from my marriage and also my maternal parents they do support me and i i always feel like youngsters like me venturing into entrepreneurship it's never easy all you need is just that family support and just have a little faith in them
0: Mm. let's talk about the challenges what 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 are some of the challenges that you faced
1: Oh, very so you know in hydro, the challenges especially now that with uh the load shedding that we're having is actually electricity because hydroponics is highly dependent on your power uh if you don't have power, you actually your crops suffer so much from not being irrigated for the right time and not grow the that quality that you're expected to have as a farmer. So those are one of the challenges that we we faced. But we were able to overcome those challenges by having a backup. Uh, at Morningside, we are backed up with the generator, even though it's quite expensive to actually get a backup for a generator for your farm. But you, you have to have some more uh, ideas around it. And then with VUT, we are backed up with a solar system to actually be able so that when electricity goes out, we get... Uh, power back to kick in our our irrigation, our irrigating pumps. So those are one of the challenges. And the other one is um, water challenges. Uh, For us, our systems, we allowed, all our systems, we allowed them to recirculate our water so that we can be able to save up on the water and also have a backup reservoir so that when there's water shading and then we are able to even farm still in those conditions.
0: Yeah. Mm. And I, I see that you use a lot of, uh, you know, your grey water. Is it water that then is uh, somehow used within the centre that then comes back to you?
1: No, no, I we don't use grey water on stuff because we do not have systems like reverse osmosis that will help us to purify the water. Mm-hmm. So we use the municipal water. Uh, we use that because of a, the systems that we have. Like I was saying, it helps us to, to save on, on the amount of water compared to open field farming. So we recirculate our water and allow the plants to actually uh, be able to use up the water in the tanks before you could be able to refill up. So with a tank of what, the tanks that we have are about 1,000 litres, so we could go about a week plus with irrigating about over 3.6 our plants in our, in our greenhouse. So basically that, that, that's also helping us to be able to save on the water that we use. Mm.
0: And in rotation of our harvesting, how many times do you harvest, let's say in a month or in a week?
1: We harvest on a weekly basis. So on a week we sow, we transplant, we harvest and we clean. So those are the processes on a weekly basis. My reason why... Uh, we keep our businesses basically in that formulation of scheduling is because of we are moving away from the stigma that most small-scale farmers have, the stigma of not being consistent on supplying their produce. Mm. So it helps us to be able to not be able to fall in that trap. So we schedule our planting so that on a weekly basis we get to supply our produce to our clients on a consistent basis in that way.
0: And just before I let you go, you spoke about Red Hill School and how amazing, you know, their business proposals were. Um, just explain just a little bit further as to how then are you partnered with the school and what do you contribute to the school?
1: So we didn't partner. We actually just formed a collaboration. So we even work as further as creating a um, excursions, basically like school tours with them. So uh, one of the years, I think it was last year, where we had the the grade twos coming over to actually come see how then a plant is grown commercially. Uh, That's how we do it. So we actually have a communication with them where we have those school tours and be able to teach them where kids would come over, touch the plants, be able to understand how then the technology is moving within the agricultural space. And it's not only with Red Hill School, it's also with other Schools because the other time we had um, like preschool preschool children coming over from Radio Amelia, and we were able to actually even teach younger kids who are like five or six years old to actually give them the exposure of what technology is. It's more of a collaboration of uh, being able to teach youngsters as early as possible about hydroponics, about farming itself, about a plant, understanding what a plant is, and be able to allow the lessons and the experiences to grow with them as they go
0: within their years. I have a voice note. Um, Let's take a voice note quickly. Hi there, wonderful topic. What
1: do you nutrients do you feed the plants? Do they vary from plant to plant?
0: Thank you. Navin. I hope you got that one. What? How do you feed the nutrients, Zen? So how do you feed the nutrients is through the pump system. So we've got a Georgia tank
1: that we're filled with water and we put your normal NPK and your calcium nitrate that every farmer uses. So we put our nutrients in that tank and then therefore as it feeds, it feeds do the pump would actually pull up the water out of the tank and uh, irrigate into the system where we've transplanted our plants in. If it's like an NFT then it will do a flow system. If we've got your grow media beds it will be through a sprinkler and if we, with our tomatoes we've got a drip irrigation system so the water would just keep on dripping in there and then it will just at the end which is a caption where it captures the excess water that are not needed by the plant and it gets returned into the tank, and therefore the cycle will repeat itself again so for most some of the systems that we've got are on a timer basis, like your grow media based systems, but when it comes to your NFT system it's on a continuous uh moving flow of water
0: mm. and yeah. do you do you also supply um you know uh, anyone who's outside of 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 the Morningside complex most definitely i
1: do um we have I we usually have a communication with um like community members where they would actually write on my email address to be able to say okay can we have a packet of of baby spinach, can we have a packet of lettuce, and therefore we create a combo, and then we are able to say, when you come shopping at Morningside Shopping Centre, please do pick up your fresh produce on your way. So our main value proposition is that we harvest on the day that you order, so nothing is uh, refrigerated on our side, so you will let us know that. What time would you prefer to pick up your purchase? And 30 minutes before that time, we then pack your your order, and then we we'll let you know that it's ready for collection. And as you do your nice shopping, or once you're done doing your shopping at the shopping centre, then you pick up your purchase and you go and enjoy it at home.
0: Great stuff. Zandile Kumalo, hydroponics farmer. And uh, for more information, where do we go? So for
1: more information, you can actually catch me on Twitter at Zandile underscore Kumalo. Or you can catch me on uh, Instagram, it's also Zandile Kumalo. Or you can actually just send me an email on my email on our email address, which is neighborroots at gmail.com.
0: Zandile, thank you so much for joining us this Sunday morning on Jets at Breakfast. All the very best, very, very exciting times. Have yourself a great Sunday. Bye-bye for now.
1: Thank you so much, Beretha. Have a good
0: day to everyone. Bye-bye. For the love of agriculture, our next guest, Lufefe Nomjana, founder of The Spinach King. And uh, Lufefe chose a song. We will take a small break and then play the song Zegs Bantwini, Osama. And uh, we'll ask why.